Hi, this is Dr. Jeff McCombs. Thank you for joining me today for Candida Diet Tips, Recipes, and Insights for Greater Health and Vitality in Your Life. We are back again with another episode filled with information about Candida Diets, Recipes, Nutrition, and the latest insights from science on all things Candida. This is episode 15, and today I'm going to talk about 10 Candida Myths. This comes from a blog post that I believe I wrote about 10 years ago in 2012. And if you'd like to read it, you can find it at Candida Plan, C-A-N-D-I-D-A-P-L-A-N, CandidaPlan.com. That was very relevant 10 years ago, and it is still relevant today. Candida myth number one, only women get candida infections. This is something for some reason that uh, has just been so prevalent, and it's only because um, vaginal candida infections is something that's more well-known than the fact that men get candida infections as well. But since there are over 125 different conditions associated with candida, it's easy to see how this may apply to men as well, and it's just not yeast infections. Myth number two, candida is a yeast infection. This is another misnomer. Candida in its normal form is a yeast, and that's the beneficial form. But uh, due to the effect of antibiotics on the microbiome and how they wipe out everything within five to seven days of use, uh, the yeast form will convert to its fungal form. And so a ye an infection is typically associated with the fungal form of candida, and that is definitely the problematic form. Myth number three, candida needs sugar to become pathogenic and spread. Definitely not true. Sugar will definitely fuel candida growth, but uh, candida can live off of fats and proteins. It utilizes nutrients. It is not solely dependent on sugar, and it is something that can even get the nutrients it needs from the body when it needs it. Myth number four, only immunosuppressed people get candida infections. This typically comes from the medical point of view, and it is what they continue to tell people to this day. And so they say there is no other way that you would get candida unless you had AIDS, were on immunosuppressive therapy, chemotherapy. That would be the only way. Yet there are hundreds, if not thousands, of research papers that cite otherwise. And all of these will cite antibiotic use. So you can see uh, it doesn't take immunosuppression. But I do want to point out that antibiotics do cause a certain degree of suppression of the immune system, which is sort of a, one of those conundrums. You take it to get rid of an infection. At the same time, it can suppress immune system responses. But again, immune system suppression is not necessary for a candida infection. Myth number five, pathogenic candida requires an acid pH environment to grow. This is another myth that you'll find out there. Uh, a lot of people who are into the alkaline acid uh, pH of the body will say that candida grows in an acid condition. The fact is the yeast form grows in the acid condition, so the beneficial form 
grows in an acid pH, while the pathogenic fungal form grows in an alkaline pH. And that is true to the extent that candida will even alkalize the environment around it. And that will enable it to spread further. Myth number six, mercury feeds candida. Uh, this, again, is something that's put out by people who think mercury is to blame for everything. Um, candida has the ability to take mercury and process it and make it into something worse, but it definitely does not feed off it in the sense that mercury fuels the growth of candida, although candida can take a mercury problem and make it worse. Myth number seven, oxygen kills candida. This is, again, another myth that you'll see out there. Uh, candida is a facultative anaerobe, and that means it can live in an oxygen-rich or an oxygen-poor environment. You can have candida on the skin, or you can have oral candida, and that would be exposed to a very oxygen-rich. Candida also produces its own oxygen-free radical um, to help kill bacteria in its immediate environment so that it can spread. So oxygen is not the enemy of candida. Myth number eight, only drugs can eliminate candida. Uh, this is something, again, put out by the medical profession, and it is not true. Uh, as we discussed on earlier episodes, herbs will only inhibit, but you can take, um, you can take a fatty acid like undiselenic acid, caprylic acid, undiselenic acid being six times more effective um, and you can help the body uh, work with the body to eliminate candida. It's true that only drugs kill candida, but it is not true that only drugs can eliminate candida. Myth number nine, use of antifungals needs to be rotated to eliminate candida. Uh, we talked about this previously as well. Antifungals, if candida is exposed to something and it's going to adapt, that can happen the very first time. And so if you're rotating, you're not going to see rotation as an effective way to eliminate candida. Uh, this happens commonly with herbs because herbs will only inhibit it and only to a certain extent that people will rotate the herbs to try and make it more effective. But the problem is that the herbs they're rotating with will only uh, inhibit it as well. Myth number 10. Medical doctors are familiar with candida infections. Absolutely false. There are over 78,000 studies on PubMed. Most medical doctors have never read even one of those. Uh, they, again, they don't believe it occurs unless it's in an immunosuppressed person. Um, they are poorly educated about candida. And as I have heard from many people, if you go to a medical doctor and you think your problem is from candida, they will make fun of you, they will ridicule you, they will refer you for psychiatric care, but they will not have any idea of how to successfully treat candida. Today's recipe comes from the Everything Candida Diet Book by yours truly, published by Simon & Schuster. This recipe is for Blanca's Spicy Kali Rice and can be found on page 189. Uh, the ingredients are one medium cauliflower head chopped, one quarter cup virgin coconut oil, one tablespoon mustard seeds, one quarter teaspoon garlic, one teaspoon ground ginger, one teaspoon turmeric, 
one tablespoon curry powder, one teaspoon black pepper, and four green chilies minced. Process cauliflower chunks until they are the size of rice grains. Add coconut oil to a large skillet. Add mustard seeds to the skillet and heat over medium heat until mustard seeds begin to pop. And that'll take about two to three minutes. Add garlic, ginger, turmeric, curry, black pepper, and two tablespoons cinnamon and cook another two minutes. Add cauliflower, rice, green chilies, and remaining cinnamon to pan and stir ingredients well. Cover and cook for another five to ten minutes until cauliflower softens a bit. I have had different cauliflower recipes, and they are indeed yummy. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode, and be sure to subscribe for more Candida Diet tips, recipes, and insights. If you can rate our show and give us some love there, that would be greatly appreciated. If you have any questions, please let us know, and we'll try to answer those in one of our upcoming episodes or get back to you personally. You can email us at support at candidaplan.com or call us at 888-236-7780. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Amazon Alexa, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Podcast Addict, many others on Facebook at Dr. McCombs Candida Plan, as well as our YouTube channel, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you again for taking the time to listen in, and have a great day.